No, this is not Basket and Phelps. This is the barbershop, but we have access to their music beds. And so let's go to the North Dome, say Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram Outline, and bring in Jeff Phelps of 92.3 The Fan. Thanks for coming on with me, Jeff. How you doing? Garrett, that music scared me, man. Made me think I had to do four hours. <laughs> You're like, hold on. Did I not get that schedule changed? I, I'm in for just a segment, right? Yeah, just just for a segment. Oh, uh, thank you, God. Oh, man. Uh, that It'd be crazy if they were like, yeah, uh, Andy would call you and be like, hey, uh, are we in today? Or Wait, what's going on? But, I, I you know, I, thanks for coming on with me today, uh, spending some time with me. Um, Got it, buddy. I, I, I had to go, uh, you know, touch base with you because – the Cleveland Cavaliers, to me, are the story in town. Um, I think we've all – I pivoted a little bit. A lot of people are starting to pivot since football season is over. You get an opportunity to watch the Cavs on a nightly basis. And I think some people are just now getting around to understanding how special uh, the Cavs are um, with these these new guys. You've been around this team from, from the inception, and you've seen different eras kind of come together from whether it's the, the – the, uh, you know uh, – the Bull, with the Bulls era Cavs with Doherty and Hot Rod and Nance and Price. You saw the LeBron uh, iteration the first time with some of those guys. Uh, and then you saw the second LeBron iteration with Kyrie and uh, LeBron and Kevin Love. Now we got these young guys like Garland and Mobley and uh, Jared Allen. What, what, are, what, what kind of – how are they different from those other eras? And, and what makes this, this group special – um, as the Cavs look to make the playoffs and make a splash in the NBA? That's a, that's a big question. And I don't, I don't know, Garrett, if we're, if we're there yet to call it, and I, I want to say we are, but I don't know that we're all the way there yet to call this like a new era. But I, I want to say we are. And, and I say that because, to, to be honest, it reminds me an awful lot of – the what you just referred to and you made me cringe the bulls era calves oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, with and, and the reason why is because you know mark price brad doherty it was ron harper at the time hot rod all rookies together and then they made a trade they brought in larry nance and craig elo was signed as a, as a free agent and they had a lot of younger guys who grew together into a into a team and they played really good team basketball and this is what that reminds me of right now because you have a bunch of young guys coming together and most of them well, I shouldn't say that a, a good chunk of them drafted you know Colin Sexton and Darius Garland and Isaac Okoro and then you make a trade and you get Jared Allen and uh, you get Evan Mobley, you know, in, in the draft. So you know there are, there are four guys you drafted who all look all look pretty darn good, and you sign Lowry Marketing. So it's it's a group of young guys supplemented with a couple of veterans who have been key. Kevin Love's playing the best basketball he's probably ever played as a Cavalier, and, and so that's what this reminds me of is kind of the second coming of that. And the good part is the core of that crew all under contractual control for a, a good number of years. Yeah, well, let's drill down on the Kevin Love comment. Um, you know, I was tweeting the other day. I, I, Kevin Love last year um, was in a lot of hot water. I think a, a lot of fans were turned off by the fact of, that we thought he was going to be a leader for the young team, for the young guys. And, and, you know, he had the incident at the end of the year last year 
with Colin Sexton. And, you know, at that point, you look at it and you think Kevin Love's career is at a crossroads. You know, we've seen teams, you know, get rid of veterans. In, in the last three or four years, it's not about been about Kevin Love playing and being a contributor. It's been about, hey, how can we offload that contract? Can we, can we get yeah. somebody to take it off our hands? But for him to make a, a transition to the bench and become one of the best six men off the bench, giving us instant scoring and leading the team in the fourth quarters when they need big shots, how has he been able to, to make that turnaround like this where he goes from people thinking he's done to a lot of people really embracing what the new role he has right now and, and how he's been playing so well? Hey, Garrett, you're right. I, I think a lot of folks thought that Kevin's basketball was way behind him. Not, you know, not even just, you know, like ending up. They they thought he was out. And, you know, he came back last year. I remember one game late in March he had a third I think it was a thirty one point ten, eleven, twelve rebound game against Boston. And it was like, well, there that is. It's still there. You know, because he missed a lot of time last year with injuries. And w- when the Cavs were in position to draft Evan Mobley, JB Bickerstaff, you know, after they after they drafted him, and, and this is what JB has said. He said, We have to figure out a way to get Kevin Love minutes. How do we do this? Because we just drafted the guy who's going to start in that spot. And they thought, well, oh, and then they acquired Lowry Marketing. So, wait a minute. So, we now have two guys who play Kevin's spot. So, how are we ever going to get Kevin on the floor? All right, here's how we can do it. We can get Marketing, put him at the small forward spot, go big. And then, let me talk to Kevin. And they talked to Kevin about coming off the bench. And he said, sure. And... The fact that it's come together this way, it's a real odd thing, you know, because obviously the uniqueness of the Cavaliers this year has been playing that big lineup that has worked and then having Kevin come off the bench and compliment the whole thing better than I think anybody ever would have thought. You know, last night he had 25 points and nine rebounds. And the game before he had a double-double, 21 points and 13 rebounds. My God, that's that's incredible productivity coming off the bench. And he's gone from a contract, as you said, that everybody thought, well, the Cavs have to dump that contract. There's no way they can, but there's no way they're going to be able to. You know, who who wants to take that contract on? Well, right now, you wouldn't want to get, get rid of that contract. No. If, if Kevin weren't on this team right now, man, you'd have a huge hole because he has been the man coming off the bench for the team. And the, the one thing that I think has been really good to see Early on, he was clicking so well with Ricky Rubio. And you thought, all right, well, these two together. And then after Ricky went out, Kevin had a little bit of a lull. you know. And, and I wouldn't even say you could even notice it in his productivity. You could just see you know, he was trying to figure out how to work out there without Ricky as much. And he's figured that out. And, you know, he's under contract for next year. After that, uh, no. You know, his contract runs out. And I... Man, I hope he's on this year for or on this team for a couple of years to come because boy has he been really good. Um, you when you look at uh, the young guy Evan Mobley, um, I you know I texted you last night and said, man, this this kid, man, you know, I, when I was out, out looking at the you know the guys that he could possibly draft, and you yeah. look at Green and Suggs and those were the names and Kate Cunningham, you know, Evan Mobley was like, oh okay, you know, I don't I don't know what we were gonna get from him. But immediately when he got there, I was watching some games in the summer league, 
and I just was impressed how he was finishing with the with the baby hook left and right touch. Um, had a, had some range to him, but yeah. but most importantly is the impact on the defensive end of the court. You know, last week we had Chris Fedor on, and he said, man, he looked like a mix between Tim Duncan and KG, and I was just like, man, that's crazy for uh, for the Cavs to be able to hit on a guy like that. You know, you're around this team, and you're all around this team a, a lot, and you've seen different players. You know, is he probably one of the the most special guys, I, I would say, after LeBron or Kyrie, or where would you put him as impressive young guys that, that the Cavs have had uh, in their organization history? They've they've had some really good young talent come into the team, you know, but it's not been like by the truckload. You know, I mean, think about, and you put it in historic context, and, and I think you're right, Garrett. You know, Austin, Austin Carr, number one overall pick. Yep. Uh, my buddy Campy Russell, eighth overall pick. You know, these guys had special talent. And then as as you look at the team moving forward, you know, LeBron, clearly, Brad Doherty comes in. Some high draft choices who change things. Ron Harper with real special abilities. Kyrie, certainly. Evan is in that category. And I, I've talked about Tim Duncan, except he's a little different type of player than, than Tim. And the, the thing to keep in mind here, Evan is what, 20 years old. And he he's a he's a kid, and his body is that of a young guy. Can you imagine what he's going to look like in about three years? Now he's always going to be long and lanky. You know he's not gonna he's not gonna turn into Carl Malone, and you don't want him to. But when he fills out, gains a little weight, which would be strength, and then continues to develop. I, I don't. I'm not sure where this is going to go. And you know the one thing that. I think a great thing to look at, think about what he did against Houston. And I know they lost that game, but they they needed some help. There was Darius wasn't wasn't there that that game. And they needed someone to pick up the scoring slack, and I thought we saw a different Evan Mobley in that game because he put the ball on the floor a little bit more. He was a little more aggressive offensively and he came up with a career high 29 points. And I, I don't know if people think he has that kind of scoring capability in him, you know, that the big number scoring. But he showed us that he, that he does. And, you know, because he's been playing in the flow of the offense. The offense really wasn't very good against Houston. And they needed, they needed baskets. And he gave them baskets. And I thought, boy, there's a side to the game that we haven't really seen. And I thought that was really cool. And a, a little glimpse of what could happen down the road with, with his game uh, now with all of the talent on the team you don't want that do you know what I mean you, you don't want to have to have a guy be LeBron and go out mm-hmm. and you know get you 30 every night because that's no way to win the way to win is playing team ball and Evan can clearly do both and man I he was the guy I wanted in the draft all along because you you can in theory find guys on the wing who can go out and score a bunch of points for you and Cade Cunningham looks like the real deal as well. But Evan is seven foot tall and skilled, and those guys don't come along very often. Jeff, thank you so much for uh, stopping in and barbershop, getting a quick trim um, before you head out to your wait, day. Wait, wait, I got a, I got a haircut? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's you, talk yeah. about a waste of time there. Hey, listen, we had – we all, if, if, even if it's only a really little, a little bit of a shave and maybe, <laughs> you know, the, the, the steam tile, we still was going to get you together. I just came in for the conversation, man. 
<laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'll take that too. Have a donut, get some coffee, hang out. We always appreciate you uh, in the barbershop. Garrett, anytime, buddy. Thanks. All right. I appreciate you. Jeff Phelps of 92.3 The Fan. Obvi- obviously, he's, uh, you know, you know, post-game. Uh, the Cavs have been doing a great job of that for years. Um, just giving a little insight on how special this Cleveland Cavalier team is and just how Evan Mobley and Darius Garland and those guys, uh, you know, they have a, such a bright future. And I, and I think the Cavs is the the move right now. If you ain't going, don't take your girl out to eat. Don't don't take her to the opera. Don't be taking her down to Playoff Square. But, yeah, go ahead and play. Playoff Square is cool. Do two. But get them down to the Cavs game and, and just think how crazy it's going to be if the Cavs make the playoffs and they got home games. I never thought I was saying that. 